Welcome to Two Girls, One Film, a brand new podcast brought to you by hosts Lindsay Feng and Annabelle Cohen. Enjoy. Um, welcome to the seventh episode of our beautiful Seven. podcast, Two Girls, One Film. It's It's been a long journey, and we're out here um, trying to be more consistent, you know, and we have amazing things lined up for you this week. To, this week, we were talking about Skate Kitchen, um, the 2018 film directed by Crystal Moselle, but before we get into that, just a little bit about our weeks, you know, what's been going on in your life? What's been going <laughs> oh, on? Oh, my life? I'm I'm still on, I'm still on half term, so I'm in my grandma's, mm. and um, yeah, you know, not much from last week, not much difference, I mean, I haven't been doing much. <laughs> I mean... Sounds boring, but good for you, I guess. Nice little chill yeah, moment. Nice. You know, life just be like that sometimes. Mm. It has to be stationary for you to, I don't know, move, expand your horizons later on. It has to be stationary for you to pencil. That's Something? it. Okay, fine. Leaving, leaving this podcast immediately. <laughs> I'm going. Meeting. I'm going. I'm going back into the Taj Mahal right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of Taj Mahal, this is like a serious plan that I have. Okay, a serious what? plan. During the summer, I don't want to like just sit around and not do anything with my life. So hopefully, if COVID does not mess with my life or my plans, mm. I want to do either a solo trip. Or, like, with one other person. You mean this summer? Yes, this summer. Like, 2021 summer. Yeah, yeah. I would want to go to India. I would want to go to Morocco. And I would like to go to Turkey, kind of. But I'm still not sure about Turkey. (laughs) Turkey. You know what sucks? We could have done this as a grad trip. Yeah, literally. I mean... Uh, it's just like I don't know. I feel like I had a lot of plans for this summer too, and I kind of wanted to do a lot of things. Mm. But like COVID just kind of messed that up. And also, like, <laughs> two girls, one film on tour. <laughs> <laughs> we need our Indian fans. <laughs> okay, actually, we do kind of have, have some international fans. Let me. I think we have like maybe one one percent of our listeners are from India. One percent. Are you serious? Is, is from Portugal or something. I don't know. I don't know the exact uh-huh. facts, but we got we got a little bit of um, globalism going on. <laughs> I don't even know whether that's a word, but yeah, we're gonna we're on our way up. We're becoming famous, literally episode by episode. Yeah. Y'all just wait. Y'all just wait. Oh, but yeah. Slowly rising through the ranks. Since your life has mm-hmm. been a little bit boring recently, I'm just going to supplement that with my dream life that has been really going crazy recently. No, but how about your normal life first? Okay. Okay. First of all, my normal life has been all right. 
Right now, I'm reviewing my oh. Espanol because I have a Spanish oh place um, soon. And literally, I don't understand. Oh, you didn't Spanish. have Hoftum. Mm mm. I'm still, mm. I'm still going at it at school. You know, honestly, I'm like kind of stressed right now. And I'm stressed for the people in my school because the election is coming up in like four days. And, you know, mm. people people who are there at my school are not allowed to leave, period. So, like, everyone's just going to go through the election together. And it's, like, so polarized because they're Trump supporters and they're, like, liberals. And it's, like... Oh. Yeah. Is there, like, a huge number of both? Um, or is it more uh-huh. liberal? From what I've seen... I think there are more liberals than there are Trump supporters, but also Trump mm. supporters are kind of ashamed to be Trump supporters, some of them. But the Trump supporters who are not, like, low-key, they go crazy. They go crazy for Donald. You, you go into their rooms, you see their Trump flags. Um, it's wild, and they're all they're all crazy, first of all. They all look like rats, and they all play ice hockey. Mm. That's a pattern I've noticed. Yeah. Ice hockey. Yeah, ice hockey. Literally, worst sport ever. I'm sorry. I hate it. Freaks. Literal freaks. Facts. Yeah, I'm not into it, but I'm excited to see what happens about that. Um, My personal life, Mm. I just been doing my homework, you know, going out once, once a day, you know, seeing the scenery. Yes. Making the most of my time. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to go to new places all the time, like places I wouldn't usually go. I try to go to like Kowloon, especially recently. Yeah, I don't, I don't go to Kowloon ever because it feels like a fever dream. Yeah. I go there and everyone's like, it's, it's more chaotic, and I, I kind of like it, but also I'm not used to it, so I feel like I'm there. And I, I, I just don't know what's going on. But yeah, um. I always want to go to the highly packed residential areas, but, like, I don't know where to go. Oh, yeah. The, like, the monster building? Or the, um... Yeah. The walled city? Well, like, I don't know in one particular... Not walled city, but, like, just, like, where there's, like, a lot of buildings. Oh. And they're all residential. Oh, I know what you mean, actually. Shamshoi Po... I think that's how you say it. Um, it's kind of like that. Oh yeah, Shao Shao Po. I yeah. used, I went to I went to do you know SCAD? Nope. Oh, it was like it's Savannah College of Art and Design. Oh, oh it yeah. It was um there was a Hong Kong um like branch. Mm-hmm. But then it was closed. But it was in Shao Shao Po. Oh that's interesting. And I went there one summer. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kinda it's really vibrant there. There's a lot going on, but it's also kinda overwhelming. <laughs> but I also like it. At the same time. Yeah. I remember um, uh, our old school had Hong Kong Experience Week. And we were researching. Um, well, not researching. But we were going into like the divide between rich and poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so funny. Because we're like, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> we went to Sham Shui Po. And it was like the beginning of the riots, I think. Oh. No, maybe not. But like before the uh-huh. riots. Um, but yeah. Oh my god, no, I'm so stupid. It was so not during the riots. Whatever, I forgot. Everything is a fever dream at this point. But yeah, I, 
I feel you. I like I like those areas. I'm interested in seeing more of what this place has to offer considering probably have to be here for a bit. Um yeah. Also, moving on to my dream life. Um had the dopest yeah. dream two nights ago, literally ever. So I'm I'm in a phase mm. right now. I'm in a Barack Obama phase. I, really? I don't know why. I don't know why. I've never thought about him this much in my life. And it's not in like <laughs> in a an attraction sort of way. I'm like, wow, like he is doing the most, right? And I had a dream that I was hiking with Barack Obama and we were just sitting there and he was like giving me advice, but I forget what advice he was giving me, but he was sitting on a rock and I was sitting on another rock and we were just talking. It was so chill. Yeah. Wait, why were you hiking? Some mountain. I don't know. I don't know where. And it was like... Oh, you don't, you don't know where. Okay. I don't know where. And it was all... And there were all these like secret service guys next to him oh Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's my dream life for you about it on my end oh my god oh you know what i will say because i just woke up i remember my dream (laughs) i wish i was um i was at a coffee shop and i i got i sat down first Uh and like opened my computer because i was like gonna do work at the coffee shop Uh uh-huh and then i decided to go get a drink and then there was a line and I got shouted at by the people behind me and in front of me. <laughs> what kind of dream? And I didn't get a drink. I woke up. What kind of dream is that? I don't know. But at least I got work done in my dream. I'm not I guess. Work done now. I guess. Yours seem more rooted in reality. I feel like all my dreams are kind of just like out of nowhere. I always dream about like the most random people. But yeah. I think we can move on from that now. We'll leave Barack Obama at that. Um, today, yeah, sure. like we said, oh my gosh, I'm going to do the Donald Trump hands. He always, this comes to mind, he always does his hands like this. And he's like, millions, millions. <laughs> you know the way he says those, he says those words? It's crazy. Okay. Millions. Billions. Okay. Enough of that talk. Today, we, like we said, we're talking about The Skate Kitchen, um, a 2018 film surrounding just this group of, like, girl skaters. Awesome group. Yes. This awesome, epic group of girl skaters in New York, just living life, doing their thing, inspiring other females, you know? And mm-hmm. that's it. I don't. I wouldn't say there's like this concrete storyline. It's more of just like a lot of things just sort of happening. Um, but yeah, I think we can start just by talking yeah. about the main person, but, how it starts. Basically, the main. I wait. I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you why you decided to watch it. Okay, why I decide to watch it? Honestly, recently, I feel like. I think during the summer, I had a phase when I was trying to, like, get into, like, watching the more, like, hardcore film films, you know what? Like, just to, just so, just to establish myself in there, you know? Agnes Varda. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But now I think with all the things that I have going on right now with my school, I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to think about things sometimes. And I just want to go with something that is a good vibe, doesn't really mess me up that much. And it's just, you know, a fun, lighthearted sort of situation to watch. And this was it to me just from reading the synopsis and... I didn't really know who was in this. I didn't know what it was about, but I think I just knew that it was the vibe I was trying to go for. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, but um, it starts off with this girl, Rachel. Her her real name is Rochelle. Rochelle. Vin- Rochelle Vinberg. Yeah. But her character's name is Camille, and basically she's at the skate park. Um, in the suburbs in Long Island. <laughs> and she's kind of doing some tricks. It's like really, it's really deserted. Like there's not a lot of people there. It's not really lively. It's just her and like two other like 12 year old boys. And she tries doing this trick and her board, she falls and her board lands like right in between her crotch. And so I was just like, like, so is is she okay because that seems real painful what didn't they say in like when they were hanging out she got sandwiched i think it's called credit carding if oh my facts right right. (laughs) (laughs) i love how you just made that term up i I don't know how i made it up I don't know how I made it up. <laughs> yeah, credit card. Well, it's along the same line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar. But yeah, she got credit carded. She's all bloody. Also, yeah. a little caveat about this. I think it actually happened. Because, okay, this whole, like, the, the whole basis for this film is, like, real. Because the background mm-hmm. story is basically all of them were on a subway in New York. And Two of them. the director, Chris, Crystal Moselle, she was also on the same subway and she heard them talking about tampons or something, having this whole discussion. And then she, uh, Crystal, the filmmaker, was intrigued by <clears throat> these people yeah. and she wanted to make a film about them. And she was especially drawn to the girl who plays Kurt. That's the person she was drawn to at first, but then later on, she kind of, like, was interested in, like, I guess the quiet sophisticatedness of the girl who plays Camille. So that's why she's the main character of this. So they're, essentially, they're a real mm-hmm. group. They're a real group of students. Yeah, a collective. Mm-hmm. And they're doing their shit. They're not, like, full-on, they're not, like, professional, well, they are professional actors, but it's, like, it's really authentic, the, I guess, the relationships and the friendship that they have, so that's the basis for all of this, a lot of it is real, and basically, um, her getting credit carded, that happened in real life, because I stalked her Instagram, I looked down, and it, she, she had this whole video of her, like, thing, like, so bloody, it was wild, was wild but yeah so when i think like 2017 or something oh my god yeah Mm -mm. i could never but yeah so it's a real thing and basically she's kind of being no one's helping her because it's just like these prepubescent males 
at the skate park and they don't really know what's going on. They're like, oh my gosh, period. What's going on over here? And it's like this whole awkward situation. And she's embarrassed, so she kind of slowly walks away, whatever. And then later on, we kind of learn a bit. She lives with her single mom. So we learn a little bit about their relationship. Um, yeah. Have any thoughts on that? Um, I'd say that even though um, the mom gets very little screen time, and like it's obvious that it's like Camille growing up and trying to find her own independence, it's, it's like the family element is always there in the back of the story because like she she and her mum sort of have a falling out because Camille's like I want to be independent and I want to go and because her mum says you can't skate because she hurt herself and she doesn't want to um, risk her fertility and like um you know ability to have a child mm-hmm. um but she still goes out and finds her own pack of friends and you know she finds joy in this and she thinks that her mum is trying to stop her from doing what she loves mm-hmm. and then she moves out but all the time when she does this she she always comes back to some sort of familial like presence because she talks to Janae one of the friends that she stays with about her um divorced parents mm-hmm. and then you see the um contrast between Janae's dad who's this very um what's the word not liberal like He's very, like, easygoing and, you know, not really up in her business like Camille's mum is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Camille's, like, taken aback by this because she doesn't really know how to react because she's probably very used to, like, um, a dominant and possessive um, parental figure. And, like, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah, sure, we can have the lasagna, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> But it's just yeah, Camille's Camille's kind of awkward. Yeah, I think I think I did I I just didn't really connect with her character that much throughout. I think all of it, cause okay, just with her mom first of all, they didn't really give us enough context on mm. that. Like just from the beginning, cause it kind of like escalated really quickly, and that whole that whole part where. Um, her mom slapped her in the slate in the skate park and she skated away and she like moved out of her house that was like slightly extreme to me I get why they did it but also like there was not really a lot of information before yeah that, that's true know? so we were all just like hello mm. what's going on here but I'll I feel like her as a person, I think maybe this is just the way her character is, like, supposed to be, but she seems super detached. Like, I don't think she, I don't know, she doesn't really know how to express herself yet. Mm. Um, and she's just, like, kind of awkward. Wait, did you say that you don't relate to her? You couldn't relate to her? Yeah. That's so funny, because I I completely relate to her. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, tell me. Tell me about it. I want to hear. I don't know. It's because, like, like, in, like, social situations, I can sort of, like, sort of just remove myself, and, I, like, it feels fine, because, like, 
if I don't want to be in a certain situation, it's like I don't find it interesting or like it serves no purpose to me. I find it very easy to just like switch off and sort of just like go off. And that's what she did in like the party scenes. And like I'm when I meet new people, I'm not very like I'm not very me. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just like. The way she carries herself, I was like, okay, I kind of see myself in her. Um, yeah, That's like, interesting. Yeah. See, I think for me personally, um, I think my favorite character is probably Kurt. I think Kurt sold the show, period. Mm -hmm. um, but the person that I would like to say that I want to be or align myself with the most is indigo i don't know indigo has just like a chill yeah vibe she's not she's not really the main <coughs> character she's just doing her her whatever on the side and she's just living life you know being a good friend chilling and i don't know she just has a good vibe about her it's yeah. nothing in like partic nothing special in particular but i just really liked indigo mm -hmm. but yeah back on camille like i i think she definitely grew on me a little bit throughout the movie because at first i was like um who is she you know what's interesting about her what's mm. what's going on in her life i was just a little bit confused but then they started elaborating and they started adding more things to the plot and they started giving giving her character more substance and yeah. then i was like oh like this person is you know kind of interesting and she she's having these interesting experiences and she has like big decisions that she has to make on her own and i don't know she has a lot going on in her life so I respect that of her. Yeah. But on the other hand, charisma-wise, Kurt. <coughs> I think she's really like that in real life, too. Probably. She, when Kurt was like, when Janae was mad because she, she broke her <laughs> leg or whatever. I know, because I saw your like, review. <laughs> yeah, I know. My favorite part, period. Kurt said... Want to meet my therapy rat? And I was like, I don't know. She's comedy. She's comedy, I'm telling you. I love her so, so much. And I don't know. I think she she just really tied everything together. Mm. And she made the movie what it is. What it was. What it is, what it was. Oh, my God. I, um, I was like... Okay, first of all, the thing that I was like, okay, this is not that realistic, but fine. Um, maybe it is when it comes to skaters because they have that instinctive bond or whatever. But, like, when Camille, like, goes on Instagram and, like, go finds a partner and just goes and expects to, like, make friends, mm -hmm. I'm like, girl, you're so brave. Mm -hmm. That's, like, so brave of you. Cause, like, okay, well, they're, they're romanticizing things, yeah, okay? Yeah, and then it, it, That's just what happens. But it, it was, like... Apparently that's like how it happened in real life because mm -hmm. um, Rochelle was like fourteen and like posting videos of herself practicing, and then Kurt commented mm -hmm. on her videos on YouTube, and then they took two yeah, years think, to meet. That's so cute. Bro, I think it's very much real. I think yeah. Kurt really does have a therapy rat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am telling you, I watched their TV show Betty in two days. They have another. They have a TV show based on the film, really. Really. And it is the best shit ever. I'm telling you, I actually, I think I love it so much. I, I might even say I love it as much as Euphoria. I don't know. That might be a little bit crazy, but I don't know the vibes. Everything I'm getting from the show, it's literally the same people, same group of people, same personalities, Mm. but they're just doing different shit. And I love it. Dude. I love it so much. And yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, as as the last 15 minutes of the film, I was aware that it was the last 15 minutes. I was like, I would really watch this as if it was a TV show. So... You should check that shit out. I will, I will. You should should check it out. It's literally, there are six episodes, so it's not really long. Mm. Each episode is about half an hour, and I binged it so fast. I was like, wow. And her rat makes an appearance, too, (laughs) in the the, um, show. I won't spoil it for you, but basically they're, like, eating shrooms, and then she, like, she finds a rat. Oh. And then so they're just, like, having this moment. But, yeah. I won't elaborate. It's okay. But back back to where we were, there's, I guess, generally at the skate park, at, like, after they've all met and everything mm. and they've, like, established themselves, you kind of notice that there's this, like, sort of distinct line between the male skaters and the female skaters. Yeah. And there's this sort of rivalry going on, and the male group is kind of patronizing to the girls because they're mm. like I forget what they say exactly but they have a lot of tense moments and um I, I don't know those moments Kurt stepped up Kurt yeah. stepped up Kurt was like you don't mess with my friend group you don't say that I can skate um maybe even better than you can and yeah, she doesn't let anybody mess with her. And I really respect her for that. And yeah. Yeah. I think that whole dynamic is interesting. And I have a confession. Oh. Remember that whole scene when um, that guy, Luis, steals um, Kurt's skateboard? They were having this whole fight. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, even know yeah, how yeah, it yeah. started. But she's, he steals her skateboard and he starts riding on it. And he, like, makes fun of her. And then she's, like, running after a skateboard. And she's like, give it, give it back to me, ma'am, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Um, that guy was slightly attractive, but. Wait, wait, I don't remember who it was. Was he the one with curly hair? I literally searched him up. I searched him up. His name, his real name is CJ Ortiz. Ortiz. Uh, yeah. Okay, wait. Search it up right now. But you know who is great? Nico Haraga. Nico, you're so right! Nico popped up! Nico <laughs> popped up at the party scene. Can I just say, can I just say, I have a weakness for scenes in TV shows or movies that have slow motion. Mm. Wait, CJ what? Party scenes. CJ or. T- Ortiz, Ortiz, O R T I Z Z, um, on Instagram, C J, or I O R T I Z Z. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh, I can't spell. Find him. Oh, that one. Yeah. Mhm. That one. Brittany. I don't know. I think I I just have like 
But Nico. I just have great taste. That's just how it is. Um, yeah. Everyone in this movie immaculately chosen. And when Nico Haraga pulled up, I was like, sir, hello. Hi. I didn't expect it, but I was I wasn't I was happy about I it. I knew he was in the I film. Was happy about so it. I was like I was looking you knew for he it. Was in- yeah, I, oh I knew. No, because the thing is I um I didn't watch the film, but I knew Calero's song, Heaven. Uh-huh. And then I watched uh-huh. the music video and that's why I knew the setting and I knew the characters, but I just didn't watch the mm. like I didn't watch the film. So I knew there'd be a bit of Nico, but I, I thought there was gonna be more. It's fine. I know it was only a little bit. He had this whole like subplot, this little subplot with Indigo. Yeah. And that was it. That was cute. That was kind of cute. Um. Oh, actually, can we talk about that like scene at the at the party? Yeah. <laughs> under 13 <laughs> turn away but we'll be we'll be a little bit pg about this basically they have this whole situation um it, at first it's chill it's camille and like four other people yeah. it's like janae and one other person i genuinely forget but then in turns it becomes sexual <laughs> yes and and I don't know. I didn't really expect it, but it it was just so much so fast. And Camille was clearly uncomfortable. Camille yeah. was just like on the side. She was like, she was like, know what to do. I would know what to do. <laughs> no, I would leave. I know, but also she feels. I don't know. I feel like she kind of feels pressured by all people. No, she does feel pressured. Yeah. Otherwise, they mm-hmm. they wouldn't have that subplot with Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that yeah, real soon because it's it's like. S-E-X as a rite of passage for, um, you know, maturing and a coming of age. It always is seen as that, but, like... Yes, it does. Yeah. And Camille, I think the one thing keeping her from being, like, truly a part of the friend group, like, personally, just from her feelings, I think she just doesn't... She doesn't relate to everyone else having had these experiences before Mm -hmm. her and she's still like not she's not in that field yet and she hasn't tried any of those things yeah because she's she was like you guys use you guys use tampons (laughs) i know she's 18 she's 18 she's like like, (laughs) i heard i heard tampons can make you die or something can kill you and everyone else thank goodness they educated her thank goodness Mm-hmm. But yeah, she feels a little bit left out, and it's because she, I don't know, her, she, she lives kind of a sheltered life yeah, definitely. in Long Island, but she's finally out here in New York City every day, and she's meeting these new people, having these new experiences, finding herself, and becoming a woman. It's a, it's a woman coming of age story. It's a sisterhood. It's a learning of and sharing of experience and love and womanhood. It's a, oh my gosh! I should become a politician. Go on, go. Jesus! On. Wow. Okay, 
But yeah, that's what's going on with her. And just playing into that a little bit, they have the whole Jaden Smith situation. Let me talk about this for a second. First of all, I don't hate it. I don't hate no, it. I don't at hate all. it either. Jaden Smith. The thing is, Jaden Smith, I have like probably never thought about him in my life. Uh, <laughs> except for that one time I saw him live. What? Yes, I did, because he opened for Tyler, the creator. I didn't even know he was going to be there, but he just popped up, and I was just like... Did he sing Icon? I'm just an Icon living. I knew it, knew it, knew it. He did. That's that's probably the only song I know from him. That and, like, two others. But never thought about him. But him in this movie, he's actually low-key good. Yeah. I think he plays into his character well. And I think he makes his character attractive and elusive. He's, like, supposed to be, like, this mysterious, quiet skater guy. And he's also part of the um, the boy clique, the boy yeah. skater clique. So there's a little bit of, like, Romeo and Juliet um, <laughs> situation going on, you know. Some, oh like, God, yeah. skater, skater drama. Um, and basically, they create this whole thing, this, like, love situation, possibly, with um, Camille... And Jaden's characters, who is called Devin. Yeah. You. What do you? What are your thoughts on this? Um. I was really rooting for it the entire film. Like, mm-hmm. it was like it was very well done. <laughs> it's very well done. Cause like I was like, it's very. You don't know what's gonna happen next. You don't know like. Mm-hmm. Okay, they meet in the. Well, they don't. They meet at the first quarrel between the girls posse and the boy posse, and then they mm-hmm. apparently they work at the same place. And then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. they're obviously setting setting something up here, and you mm-hmm. naturally assume it's gonna become something romantic. Mm-hmm. But then as it progresses, you see that they're like they work well as friends, not as like lovers i guess but at the same time you're like oh but they would look really good together yeah, they know, would look so cute but then I, so i was so rooting for them like so mm-hmm. literally ugh. me too sir i honestly i didn't really expect the ending no i didn't I either thought, so i truly sad. thought like he was trying to do something because <coughs> when they were at that rooftop he said i you know, I never brought another girl up here. But then he said, right? you're chill. That's what he said. He said, you're chill. Okay, but also, like, I don't know. I don't think you just say those things. And, like... And obviously Camille like, didn't what? either. She didn't think that. Mm-hmm. She thought, I'm not like other girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Camille. But, yeah, both. I think Camille just doesn't really know how to handle this. Um, She's, like trying to figure out what he feels and she's trying to figure out what she feels yeah and i think she's mostly most of her attraction to him comes from her thinking that she needs attracted to, to her oh. mm-hmm. mm, i kind of see that yeah i i she she also feels yeah she feels like she needs to like get over this hurdle mm-hmm. of like being with someone um, like the other girls in her skater group, yeah. skater posse, whatever. And this is her, this is her moment. This is, this is what she thinks is her moment. Um, but 
unfortunately, that's not what Devin thinks. But mm-hmm. we don't realize that because this whole thing is from the perspective of Camille. So a lot of things are just sort of played up mm-hmm. and we kind of see things the way she sees things. So we're like, oh, is something going on here? And Loki, they were like cute. They made they it cute. cute. They made him like the nice guy. Because all the skater guys in his posse. He was a were, sensitive like, one. <laughs> Yeah, he was a sensitive, kind one. Oh my gosh, him, him with this camera. I keep oh my god, I swear, I have the shot. same camera as him. I have the same camera. <laughs> he was I'm like, the same. oh, let's get these shots, guys. Whatever. You're like, oh, he's and- he's different. He takes photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of he he hits different in this movie. Yeah, movie. the hair. Like, I was really like, nice. yeah, it's the hair. I was just watching it. I was like, hmm. Ryan Gosling can, like, he can go to bed for a minute, you know? <laughs> you and your wine, <laughs> sorry, wine, Ryan Gosling tanked on yesterday. <laughs> what is I it? forgot I had that. Run like, what is it called, what is it called? Run like Ryan Gosling is at the finish line. Where did you get that, Amazon? <laughs> yep. See, I have this phase where I buy these statement t-shirts on Amazon that would describe my personality. <laughs> so you didn't, need to, you didn't need to talk t-shirts. to anyone. You just knew by what you wore. <laughs> I have like five Game of Thrones t-shirts. Oh, are you a big fan? All men must die. I didn't That's know you'd be a fan of That's Game of Thrones. That's one of the famous quotes. I was. That was back in my TV phase when I was oh. a TV girl. TV Dorito girl. <laughs> I know. I remember now. Bro, I was mad. I can't believe I can't believe I did myself dirty like that at CIS for real. Like I really played it into that whole thing. I was like, guys, I'm the Dorito TV girl. And people were like, yes. Yeah, Lindsay. And that was all I was going for. <laughs> I truly remember that. It's great, though. Mm-hmm. I would, every day going to school, I would purposely, I would open my locker, I would put my computer in as, like, um, a desk. I would use it as a desk, and I would, like, open it up and watch a TV show during the morning <laughs> in my locker. And I would make sure people could see me watching the show. Well, were yeah, you blocking so anyone? I was. No, not really, I don't think. I thought I was the main character. I was like, I must be doing something different. I'm I'm out here on my own, you know, watching TV, Game of Thrones, shows people my age don't watch. You know? That's just the way it was. Jeez. I was, I was that person. I was that 12-year-old. Yeah. Okay, but back back to the storyline. The whole Devin thing was ge- genuinely so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I really like the way they wrote it. I think they yeah, wrote it, was it written so really well. well. Mm-hmm. And I think while watching it, I was like, you know, I was rooting it, rooting for it, like yep. you said. But later on, we'll just talk a little bit about what happened. Basically, yep. um. Camille, because Camille and Devin are kind of developing their relationship, like their friendship. Um, And it turns out 
Um, what's her name? Janae. Janae, yes. Janae has a history with Devin as well, but it's not really a romantic... Well, she has feelings for him, turns out. Mm-hmm. But he... His feelings don't reciprocate. So, it's this little... It's like this bitterness from her to him, because... She just, she feels neglected, and she doesn't, I don't know, it sucks, I guess. It sucks for her. Um, and, yeah, so basically, there's a little bit of this animosity between the two, and yeah. obviously, Janae's still, like, into him, um, but he doesn't feel the same, so that's that about it. Um, and now Camille and Devin are developing their relationship together. But then, eventually, Janae finds out about this thing that they are going on. But the thing is, at this point, they haven't, like, done anything together. They're really just, like, friends at the moment. They go skate together. They make videos. That's it. But the issue here is that... Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. The issue here is that... Camille knows that Janae um, and Devin have history, and Janae's her friend, so Janae should be, Camille should be backing Janae up here. She's been living at Janae's house. Facts! Can we talk about that? She kind of did Janae so dirty here, because Janae was so nice to her. Janae let her stay at her house, and her leg is broken. But Camille still, like, goes out every day. She, you know, those clips of her, like, leaving the house and she's like, mm, bye. Yeah. And then Janae's just there, like, Janae was so <laughs> mad when she broke her leg. I was a little bit like, sir, it's, it's okay. It's not that serious. But then also, like, I, I don't get know, it. I I'd get be a little it. bit mad, too. Yeah. If, like, I don't know, the person I've been letting live in my house just, like, pieces out every day and doesn't, like, really say anything to me. I don't know. I kind of get it. So, all this time, like, um, Camille knows. Camille knows that Janae had this thing. And she still doesn't tell her. Because mm. she's scared. She doesn't know what to do. And so, eventually, Janae finds out. And she, there's this whole, it culminates in this whole fight. Um... That really escalates quickly, um, where Very quickly. Camille's kind of trying to defend herself. She was like, oh, she tried to b- bring Indigo into it. She like, was don't like, do that. Indigo knew. Don't do that. So, and I was, Indigo was like, no, I didn't. I told you to tell her. Um, and, yeah, it just escalates real quick. She goes back to Janae's house to, like, oh, during the fight... The group of girls, they're, like, calling her, like, whore, whatever, as she skates away. And I was, like, that was a little bit of a no-no for me. Because I was, like, what happened to this whole sisterhood moment? What happened to all that, you know? So that kind of threw me off a little bit. Because I didn't think they were going to, like, say that to her. But they did. And I was, like, wow, they kind of turned on her real quick. And they didn't, like, at least you're out. Like, she was definitely in the wrong. But also, like, hear her out a little bit. And Kurt was, like, going crazy, yelling at her, like, just the way she does. And... But I think the yeah, reason why... There might be a reason why they do this, because she's, like, the newcomer. 
And it's, like, very easy. Mm-hmm. Well, not in the, like, actual group, but, like, in the film. She's a newcomer, and I feel like the rest of them already seem to be extremely close and have, like, this um, bond that is, like, basically, yeah, like you said, sisterly. And they talk about anything. Mm-hmm. While you see Camille to be the one who's, like, detached and, like, slightly, like, not willing to participate in these kind of conversations. And, like, with the slip-up, this, like, it, you know, some people really care um, mm-hmm. about, like, what is it, Re- romantic relationships within um, friendships. And, like, I can, like, I can kind of, I can understand why Camille was, like, mm-hmm. What's the word? You know, she, why she was shunned from the group so quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... The way you said it, I also understand, but also it just seemed abrupt. It just seemed mm. super quick. And the way nobody heard each other out, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I would have done something different, but it's for it's for the drama. It's a movie, mm. you know. Um, so basically, she goes to live with Devin now. Because this, like... Oh, wait, wait. Can they talk about that? Weird... That, like, um sequence of her just skating on the basketball court oh my gosh yeah she was just like (laughs) (laughs) she was skating (laughs) i enjoyed that (laughs) yeah uh, okay just now that i guess now that we're on like the topic of visual things before we go on to the next part I kind of like I I really like the visuals in this film. Oh, yeah, they very did a good nice. job. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And they had a lot of they had a, so many like I don't know like just the scenes at night, especially um, that one night where with uh, Devin Camille and the yes with yeah. Devin and the boy posse were together. That was in, that was an That's interesting so moment we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, it was like I don't. It's very coming of age, I'd like to say. I don't I don't like to say coming of age, but that's what it was. It was it was a glorious, very euphoric, euphoric mightily happy, Cubs offensive. Do you know what that young, is? Young No. Fine. No, no, sir. Feeling of euphoric, um, props offensive mm-hmm. might delete. It's Trisha Paytas, married with a donkey. He's my favorite. Oh my okay. Do you not know? Oh. I don't know what that is. I seriously question your um pop culture knowledge <laughs> sometimes. I'm like, we are on we are on different sides of the spectrum here. I'm on Barack Obama YouTube. So Barack Obama know. dreams. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's the way life is going for me right now. But yeah, that whole night scene, that was amazingly shot. And the amazing I, scenes I of them the on the road as a girl group when they're skating. Mm-hmm. For real. And the music they put in the background <gasps> so is so good. Big. Move your feet. Mm-hmm. Junior, senior, mm-hmm. or senior, junior. I used to listen to that song every day before, I, like, on the bus. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah. like 14-year-old me. Let me... Let me play a song that I really liked from it. Um, one second. 
Are we oh. allowed to play? No, someone? it's actually from the TV show. It's actually from the TV show. So you'll, I'll, I'll leave it for you when you watch. No, the TV I want show. to hear it. But it. Oh, you want to hear it? Okay, okay, I'll play a little bit of it right now. You gotta wait for it. I hope our audience can hear it. I can hear it. Music break. Who's it by? It goes. It it went so well with what was going on at the moment. Who's it by? And I don't know. Um, it's by Ava. O T H A. Never heard of her before. Okay. But that's it. Literally, the music choices were. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon. I am not a Mayan, I'm a menace. This man, you can lie like a professor. I don't got the time to put you on a stretcher. Stretcher. I am here and it's still flexing. I'm. He's an icon living. Sort of recognizing if it's just winning. I'm just an icon living. What if they use that song? That would have been so good. If they were skating to icon. Okay. That that actually could have been so good. So to our audience, watch the film and you will get these vibes. Mm-hmm. For real. Ooh. They could have really messed it up. They could have messed it up and played Ed Sheeran or something. But Ooh. they didn't. Repost if this Podcast is not a safe space for Ed Sheeran. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ed. Sorry. You know what? I'm thinking now. Loud. (laughs) (laughs) The A team. What was that really sad one that was like everyone would dance to? Dancing in the dark. Oh, yeah, that one. That one, that one. You Baby. I, yeah, that one. <laughs> I played that at, like prom. Oh shape of you. So stupid. Girl, don't you talk too much. <laughs> Is that it's, don't? His, mm, no, that's Shape of You. Oh, so I didn't recognize the shape it. Shape of you. Shape of you kind of sounds like um that Liam Payne song. Strip that down. Strip that down. Kinda sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Liam Payne, what a silly oh, boy. A bit. Oh, Liam Payne. How? Oh my God! Did I tell day? you that I got my roommate a duvet with One Direction on it? <gasps> and what? We and she was like. It doesn't have a name on it, so I can't use it because we do school washing. So we've hung it up on our wall. <laughs> it's lovely. Oh my gosh. I love that. Why am I jealous now? It's like a huge cloth poster. Honestly, it's quite it's quite a smart move because it takes up the entire wall. So you don't oh have to gosh. worry about decorations. Wow. Mm-hmm. You really did something there. Oh, we've really deviated from this um, film. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> going back to it, Devin, Devin. They yeah, have yeah. this whole amazing night moment, and basically, they get um they got they get called out by a security guard, and then when the guys gets one of the guys, the mean guy, is it the one that you like? Board taken away. Um, yes, the one with the longer hair. So yeah, he gets his board taken away, and then Camille tries to get it back for him. She's like, uh, like I'm not trying to be board. mean. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm trying to get a bag again. I'm gonna skate away. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm just. I need, I need so, to go home. <laughs> Why is that kind of accurate? Why do you kind of sound like her? Really? That's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she gets bored, and then she ends up doing a trick with it after, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh yeah. gosh, she, she did gets that." Accepted. Yeah, she gets accepted by the boy group, the boy skater group. And so that's when they bond, I guess. And turns out the board is the main guy's board. And so she gives it back to him, and he's like, Here's yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. so awesome, okay. so cool. Jumping back. Jumping Do back it. to yeah. our whole moment where Camille's moving in with Devin. And Devin's living with what, 55 people? <laughs> It's wild. It's actually the nastiest apartment area I've shared living space I've seen in my life. It's quite. It was, it was not pleasant. Quite, but his room's it nice. It like a crack house. His room's nice. His room's neat. But everyone else, it's just like this crowd of like skater, mm-hmm. skater men or whatever. And I don't know. They're just kind of high all day. And not really doing much. and But, you know, Camilla has no choice. This is where she used to be. And so this kind of, like, evolves into the whole, you know, one night she's just checking herself out in the mirror. And you know what's coming next. Yeah. You know what's coming next. She goes into his bed when she's not, he's not, he's not in the room. So she goes in. And she's just lying there, and you know what she wants. She knows what she's doing. And he comes back, and she's like, what are you... He's like, what are you doing? And like, oh, she's it's like... it's too loud in the living room. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like... Yeah, so the whole thing is initiated. Devin's, like, a little bit confused, because Devin doesn't expect this. And I think we were thinking about this so much in... From Camille's perspective, yeah. that I think as an audience, we all collectively believed that Devin was into her as well, but we never really saw his side, and I think he was honestly, genuinely tr- just trying to pursue a friendship, you mm-hmm. know? I think he's emotionally unavailable. He's just, He did this the same thing to Janae, mm-hmm. and he did the same thing to Camille. So she tries to do something, but then... Um, Jaden's like, hold up, I'm not into you like that. You're like my little sister. And guys. Yeah, and Camille's like oh, and hold up. Collectively the audience is like, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like oh. I know, I was watching that like <laughs> Please. Yeah. Don't. It was yeah. it was quite sad, honestly, because I really yeah. I genuinely kind of thought it was gonna happen like i kind of saw it coming but also like yeah so i guess it's like this whole sort of like serves her right situation 
with Janae, and I think at this point she truly realizes, like, like, I don't know what she did wrong, and, you know, how she did Janae wrong, mm-hmm. and how Janae's story kind of relates to what's happening now, and, and to kind of speaks to how Devin is as a person. He's just, oh, he's just can't, he can't commit himself to anything. Yeah. He's just trying to live life. He's not ready for this thing, this kind of thing. Um, so that's pretty much a summary of their whole, like, storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually they, the, the girls, they make, up oh, but I kind of forget the little no, things that happen. No, it's it's like she goes because she has nowhere to go, so she um mm-hmm. she goes back home. Yeah. Um, and I was like, so I I wouldn't say I was surprised, but like I was like, wow, this mom has such a big heart. Like her daughter's been gone for like who knows how long, and she still is like willing to like take her back like without mm-hmm. hesitation. I mean, mm-hmm. of course. You wish all mothers would be like that. But, um, mm-hmm. like, I know the relationship between the two is, like, sort of jagged and, like, I don't know. Not not great, but, like, throughout the entire film, you see Camille sort of trying to latch on to other people, like, um, mm-hmm. but, like, not in, like, a motherly way, just, like, a way to, like, sort of just be sufficient and like have shelter mm-hmm. and food and stuff and like yeah. first it's Janae then it's um Devin but then she ultimately has to go back to her mum and it was just like mm-hmm. it was very it was very sad that scene because like yeah it's evident at the beginning that they have not that great communication um and mm-hmm. then also Janae, Janae um what's her name Camille has, like, been trying to resist her, um, heritage, where her mother speaks mm-hmm. Spanish to her and she speaks English back. Mm-hmm. And at the, at the end of the film, where she and her mother sort of reconcile and, like, her mother's like, it's okay, you don't have to talk now, but you can talk to me later. Like, I forgive you, sort of. She didn't say that, but, like... And then after that, Camille begins to speak Spanish. And I'm like, oh, this is a very nice way to, like, sort of end the mm-hmm. film. Like, wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was, like, sort of, like, ugh, how she reconciles with the skate kitchen. I was, like, oh, she just said, like, yeah, a DM. I didn't, yeah. Mm-hmm, I didn't know. Like, yeah, that part didn't tie up very well for me. Because I was expecting something a little more, a little more yeah, grander, same. perhaps. I thought, you know, she, like, I don't know. They built up so much tension, and, like, the fight was, like, a lot, and she, I don't know, they had things to say to each other that I don't think could be encapsulated just through a DM. Yeah, I know. But also, yeah, I think I would have liked it if she confronted them in person. I would have I liked if they had an in-person, you know, heart-to-heart, you know, reconciliation moment. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really happen, so I'm a little bit disappointed at that part. But I don't know what else to say. Like there was so I, much yeah. happening in the last fifteen minutes of that film. I was like, how can they fit? How can they, um, you know, like fill 
three plot holes. The Devon plot hole, the skate kitchen plot oh hole, and the mum plot hole. They did it all in 15 minutes. I, I literally know, I was like... Right. Bro, they did that. I think the ending was mad rushed. Because mm. they never really fully closed up Devon. No, I would have said I would have liked to see a little bit. That's more. why I, I like thought it would be like a really it. good TV show. It would have been much yeah, better, sort of dragged out real. over a season for or two. For real, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that Devin thing—it never really tied up nicely. It kind of ended on like a surprising note, um, and I guess it kind—it sort of works as an ending because it leaves you thinking about their dynamic leaves you thinking about like where he's at now but again i think it's just something i would like to see her and this her and her mother like um again we weren't given that much context no and we didn't see that much of her mother so we didn't really know her mother's side or what kind of person she really was oh my god we didn't even so go over the slap in the skate park yeah, we, we kind of rushed over that a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, at, um, yeah, that part. Yeah, she just got slapped by her mother. They had this. She How did her mom know she was there? Yeah, I, that's my question. Find my iPhone, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like a lot of things. They could have, like, tied up a little bit better, I would say. I still didn't mind it. I really but liked I, it. I liked the ending. Mm-hmm. I, I still really liked it. Um, I The ending was cute. Yeah. They ended up getting all together again because Camille apologized. And I think the ending's just this, like, clip of them skating and having fun and mm-hmm. being this empowered woman skating group yes and just living their lives and it's really cute and it's really nice to see um just such a diverse group of people um an authentic group of people being given this kind of visibility mm-hmm. and just women you know yeah doing their thing living their life whatever and i don't know just made me happy warmed my heart and it was a good experience in general it was really nice i was like after mm-hmm. i watched it, i was like oh like what the heck i felt so lonely after i watched it <laughs> i was like there's nothing going on in my life there's nothing happening you, that's what i want that's what i want that's the coming of age i want yeah. literally i it's like not real but i'm banking on it i'm banking on it I was also like, oh my gosh, she is like on the subway, like having her like, like moody moments, like just like sitting there, and then you like contrast it with the um, the scenes of them chatting on the subway. It's like, oh, the good old days. <laughs> it's like, it's so cute, and I was like, I haven't seen anyone in two weeks. I haven't seen any of my friends. Well, sorry, I, I know you haven't either. Um, I see you now, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Yeah, God. I feel you. These times, times are difficult. Mm. Um, and I don't know, I feel like we're missing out on a lot of these sort of experiences. I think 
I never could have had one of them. Oh my god, aren't you a skate girl? Skater girl? No, I'm not. I thought you got a skateboard. I do, but I'm like, all I don't do tricks. I just go. No, come on, you gotta start somewhere like, though. You're right. You're right. I'm actually, I'm decent at, like, riding it. I can ride it fine. I'm just, like, scared to jump on it. Because I'm, like... I'm just, scared. <laughs> I'm just scared to jump on it. Because I'm, like, what if I, like... Can you ollie? No! I can ollie, like, like, still on, like, on a soft patch of grass, maybe. Oh, maybe that's lovely. Concrete. A little bit questionable. You know? I think you should go for um, a sandwich. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you just wished that upon me. Oh, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, general, general thoughts, any final general thoughts? I'm trying thoughts? to think, because, like, I really enjoyed this movie, but it was just because, like, it was mm-hmm. so, it was so real and raw. Like, the conversations. Mm-hmm. While you don't really like, oh my god, like when I'm talking about that Mandela effect, like I was like, ha. yeah, um, yeah, I, I just feel like I really related to all of them, um, because I knew it wasn't fabricated because these are real people who mm. really do act like their characters, they are their characters, and I can relate to them because they're women and they have similar experiences to me, and I don't know, I, I don't know, it's just like this sort of empowering sort of moment just watching them all together and be happy and i'm like i want that you know Mm -hmm. it's it's beautiful it's the energy from both the characters and the city that really Mm -hmm. got me like i miss Mm -hmm. being in the city so much because you know that this kind of film would not be able to have um taken place in like Mm -hmm. the suburbs like Mm -hmm. you had to have the um I love NY. You know, you had to have the mm-hmm. New York. Um, New York. <laughs> didn't she wear that or something? Or like, she had a t-shirt which said "I love someplace" in one of them. Oh, it's like plants or something. Oh. <laughs> plants shirt. Well, I should get one of those. Mm-hmm. Not capping. I'm not capping. It's just, it's just atmospheric. Yeah. I feel you so much. I just want. Watch their freaking show, Betty, and oh, let me know how you feel about it. I was like, it. when you it's, first it's said short. that, I was like, ugly Betty? <laughs> Do you know that? Oh, that, a little background on why it's called Betty. It's because yeah. female skateboarders are usually, a lot of them are called Bettys. Really? Um, derogatively Ooh. by males. Hmm. Um. Just they're like, oh, they're buddies, they can't skate, whatever. But like now Betty and Veronica? And they're owning it. I don't think so. I think it was just Betty. No, I'm just thinking. I just thunk. I thunk my thoughts. Thunk should be a, an actual word. I love that word. Like, why? I use it a lot. Thunk. Thunk. Yeah. I like Actually, that too. Actually, why, why am I straight up lying? I don't use it that much. <laughs> I use it a lot. <laughs> no. You're just no. out here every day using thunk five times a day. But yeah, I would... I think we've wrapped up on the movie pretty much. Yeah. Me personally. I just... Yeah. 4.5. I, 
I, out of five. I have a, I, what did you say? 4.5 out of five. That's my rating. Last night I finished it and I was like, what the heck? And I was like, five, five, five. But um, talking about it today, I, I realized some plot holes and inconsistencies, but I don't know if the score will change. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think vibe-wise, it's like insane. I think I've said this before, but whenever I'm watching a movie, I like while I'm watching it, if it's like good, it's instantly like a five out of five because I'm so like in that moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm like really thinking about it and everything. And I really, really love this film, but also like I try to think of things objectively too, and. I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, I really love this movie, and that's it, period. Yeah, no, I had the same feeling about this film that I had when I finished Good Time, and I rated Good Time a 4.5, and then I had to revisit, and I was like, no, Good Time is a Mm -hmm. 5, so (laughs) I'm sticking with my gut and saying that this Mm -hmm. is a 5 for me. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a process. It's a process. It's a, it's a really good film, and not a lot of people have watched it. You know what I hate? You Mm -hmm. know what I hate? People, so many people have watched Mid-90s, the other... Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say that, but, like, I forgot about it, but, yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I've been wanting to talk about Mid-90s, too. Mid-90s is not, it's not that good, to be honest. I, I watched it on the plane, and I genuinely forget, like, most of what happens. It's pretty dry. It's really detached. I don't relate to these people at all. I don't relate to the... 12 year old boy it's why he looks like he looks like um that strange things kid finn oh yeah finn yeah he's not i think that's his name he's not him no 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 definitely not and that whole thing yeah i didn't relate to it period it was really dry if you watch it if you watch it you'll understand and yeah that's that's what i want to say this is a superior skate movie yeah um and that's about it. I love the women in this. I love I the women in this. Mm. Probably, yeah. It's just everything. Everything, everything. everything. Did you did you read that book? No, I didn't. But I remember the phase everyone had with those sort of books. Everything, everything. The Fault in Our Stars. Did you watch the movie? Everything, everything. No, I didn't. Good, don't watch it. <laughs> no, I don't didn't. watch it. I watched The Fault in Our Stars, so let me see. I've never watched Fault right in Our Stars, and I'm quite glad I haven't. Oh my gosh, that guy Nick is in it. Yeah. He's. Mm. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, it's like the whole like sick people thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. <laughs> Well, I, that's about it on the Skate Kitchen. Um, I guess we can wrap it up now. Thanks to everybody who's, who's listened to us. It, let us know if you have any thoughts on Skate Kitchen. Oh my god, we've done so much. I didn't realize it's been like an hour. Oh my, what? Okay, yeah. I feel like we always, it always kind of goes really fast when we're talking about like, I don't know, just various things. But this is a fun-ass movie, and there's so many... It's open to so many different interpretations. Mm. And these are just our interpretations of it. And I think... 
I, I don't know. It's just so rewatchable. Um, it's so I've only watched easy it once, to but watch it. I can see myself watching it again. I love the characters. I love the writing. And yeah, that's about it. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. I'm going to end my recording.